Romeo, Romeo. <laughs> Romeo is a fucking idiot. I know this podcast is a very big part of your life. You've mentioned it to me multiple times. Kind of a, you know, Bachelor Nation groupie. No, 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 hold on with me, Derek. One thing that I said that's false, Derek. Don't insult my intelligence. My beautiful okay. emily yeah okay. you guys Hi, didn't get everyone. to hear it. <laughs> kayla started that song but she did it before we started recording so you didn't get to hear it but it's really good um they actually are gonna ask us to record the opening officially for the franchise any day now any day now i um ben and i were in the car the other day and um his like we normally like listen to like Spotify or whatever, but like his phone hadn't connected to the Bluetooth yet. And I guess whatever station his like car went to was like an oldies station. And that song came on and I was like scream singing it. And Ben was like, respectfully, how the fuck do you know this song? And I was like, first of all, how does I'm anyone foot- know the song? First of all, I'm a Footloose stan. So write that down. Second of all, I honestly forgot it was from Footloose. I live for Bachelor in Paradise. I honestly um, forgot it was from Footloose. 100%. I know it because my sister's high school did Footloose and she was the lead. So, no, not she to brag. Not to brag, but she did sing it in the show. Um, wow. Was she that was the beautiful tit- for you. She, Leah Krebin, who played Foot, she gave everything. Um, so, the titular yeah, was, role. The titular role. She was amazing, but it is from Footloose, but mostly it's from Bachelor in Paradise, literally, obviously. And it's the yeah. best part of Bachelor in Paradise, the intro package. This much we know is true. So it's been a couple of weeks since we were back. Um, last week, one thing about hosting a podcast with your friend is that like, you just really like can expect to be in sync. Like last week I was yeah. going to text Emily asking if we could cancel. And then she like less than an hour later texted me and was like, can we cancel this week? And I was like, wow, God bless. We were like both um, traveling and it was just a nightmare. And I was like, I don't know when I'm going to watch this episode, much less talk about it. So yes, yeah, we traveling. I don't know if this is going on in New York or if it's just Chicago. So enlighten me. I flew out of Chicago midway last week and um, I had flown out of midway like a month prior to go to Colorado. And this was not the case the month ago. So I was at midway the other day and I went to the same bar at midway that I always go to. Mm -hmm. And a mimosa was like $19 and like a bloody Mary, one bloody Mary was like 22. Like it was like crazy. And I texted Ben and I was like, were mimosas the cost of our rent? Like when did this happen? And he was like, he was like, what the fuck? No. So this was a recent change at Chicago airports. And I love to drink at airports. So this is like a really upsetting thing. No, that's terrible. Inflation is so bad right now. Um, like genuinely Us going being economics it. girlies. Yeah, not to lie. Not gonna so lie. Um, I'm an econ girl first, STEM second, and podcaster third. So I it's really bad, but I didn't drink at the airport because my flight, I flew out of New York at seven in the morning. And so I was like, not like the world doesn't even exist yet when you're flying out at seven in the morning. Cause I get there, I have I have my dad's jeans. So I got there at like 545. My flight was at 730. And I arrived and I was like, I need a nice coffee. And that's, that's the most I'm going to ask for at the moment. So I did not drink, but the iced coffee was expensive. 
you actually are one of my favorite people to go on a trip with just because I know that like, cause like there are friends that you can have that you can do a lot of things with, but like maybe not travel. Like it's a very specific yeah. type of friend that you like want to travel with. And like, we've been on trips together that have always been very fun, but I'm realizing now that they are, they've always been road trips because I actually yeah. think if you like to get to the airport early, it might end our friendship if we ever flew together because I am like a walk up to the gate as it's about to board girly. Like oh. I- I flew home the other night and my flight was at like, it was boarding at 7.20 and I got through security at like 7.07 or something like that. Knock on wood, I to this day never missed a flight, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a last minute girly at the airport, which actually goes against everything about me and my anxiety yeah. disorder. So anyways, Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> um, Rose and Thorn of the Week very quickly. Oh, right. Yes. Rose for me is bachelor in paradise. No, I'm just kidding. But also that is, it's up there. I'm not going to lie. Fucking love this yeah. show. Um, I went to Kentucky actually over the weekend and I got to see the chicks in concert and it was literally the so single jealous. most life-changing evening of my entire life. And that's my rose. My thorn is that, um, oh, my other rose is that I just finished a work event that I've been planning for months and it was a success, which is a rose the thorn part is that it was so stressful all week. And I feel like I could sleep for like genuinely like 93 hours straight. So that's a bummer, but we're good. Anyway, what's yours? Um, my rose was that I went home for a couple days to Connecticut, got to do some fall tings in Connecticut, see some friends, um, went to go see some shows while I was home, which I love to do. Um, so that was exciting. Um, my Thorn was, this is going to sound bad because I understand that I have a very like privileged like life. I love living with Ben. I love our dog. I love our apartment. I love all of it. But like, it's hard to not live near your family and friends and have like an awesome time with them and then come back. I was like, oh, like, I wish I could just take everything about my life here and pick it up and put it closer to my family and friends. Like, yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was a little bit rough, but I, but the, the rose was that I got to come home and see Ben and Ollie and I did miss them. Um, yeah. you know, every rose has, has its, its thorn. <laughs> That's like the next theme song with whatever the franchise <laughs> makes next. Um, gorgeous. <laughs> so yes, glad, glad that we had little cute traveling weeks. Yeah. Um, so yeah getting into bachelor in paradise thank god it's back you know what got to see a lot of my favorite characters this and last week they're adding more it's great it's a great time i mean i'm loving it i'm loving it too it's it's actually um i was a little bit nervous because we've let ourselves have false hopes the last like couple seasons with like bachelor bachelor and yeah well we didn't really have false hopes with the bachelor but like bachelorettes we were really excited about So I was like, is this going to be another thing where we're like really amped up for it? And then it's just like a dud. And honestly, I'm already enjoying it more than I enjoyed last season of Bachelor in Paradise. I feel like the characters are more interesting. Yeah. Um, I would literally like, like without an an ounce of exaggeration, I would lay down in traffic for Michael A. So like any amount of time I get him on my screen, I'm like, this was a worthwhile thing. I think one of my favorite, I mean, Michael A is like the star for me, obviously, yeah, but my other favorite is Casey. Casey was on Michelle's season. He didn't get a lot of screen time. Yeah. Here's why I like Casey. I don't think that Casey, um, he's not like, you know, super interesting, but I love what they've done with Casey and Michael A, which is that they're the ones that like narrate the season. Yes. Like, yeah. And it's very dad because they're both a bit older. So it's like dad energy. Like they're like, 
here's what's happening on the beach. And they're like telling us, they're giving me the lowdown. And I'm like, oh, thank you, fathers. Yeah. Um, I love it. I'm a fan of it. And I do like Casey. And I think Casey is like a good guy. He seems like a good guy. I don't think that he's yeah. like going to find love really. But like when Jill was going through it, he like brought Jill breakfast while she was sitting with Genevieve, I think. And it was like really, yeah. really cute. So um, I'm a Casey fan. But first, first and foremost, I'm a Michael A fan. We know this. If you guys um, remember, or you've been listening for a while, we're kind of going to structure this the same way that we did our paradise episodes last year. We're not really going to go, especially this week when we're recapping like three episodes, we're not going to really go in order of what happens in the episode because we would get whiplash. Um, and And we want to go fast and we're we're basically just going to talk about the interesting stuff. Like we don't really need to talk about the duds. Um, and if those people become interesting later on, we'll talk about them then. Um, yeah. Totally. But yeah, the big highlights of like the first three episodes were obviously the intro packages. Um, typically like the opening cast is always the people from the most recent seasons, maybe some like select heavy hitters from previous seasons. Um, so we got a lot of Michelle and well, it's actually been a while since we had a paradise season considering how yeah. many leads we've had. So it was like, yeah. it was like Katie's guys, Michelle's well, guys. We had some no, of Katie's, Katie's. We had some Katie's of Katie's, Katie's last year, yeah. but like not any of the good ones. No, that's yeah, not true. They were so Sorry, on. that was disrespectful to Trey. But no, like Andrew and Justin weren't on. And like, yeah, and Michael yeah, A, yeah. obviously. Like, this is the season where we get like the heavy hitters from Katie's season because like yeah. before it was just like guys that went home early. I oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. Also disrespectful to Aaron and James of me. But anyway, I know, but I literally like forgot that they were on Katie's season. Me too. To me, they've to only me, ever been on Paradise. <laughs> oh, yeah. To me, like they were never on an actual show with a, a lead. <laughs> yeah. Like they yeah. are only on the franchise. It's like Love Island. Like they're just yeah. like there. I don't know. I'm like, you were not on the franchise before this. They just hired you for this. I'm sure they would okay love that, that, honestly, to know that we don't remember them from Katie's season. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so we've got those guys. We've got Gabby and Rachel's guys. And then for the girls, we've got um, a lot of Clayton's guy, or Clayton's guys, Clayton's girls, a lot Clayton's of Matt's girls. girls. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah. it's a good and only really and- a handful of Gabby and Rachel's guys, like, and only yeah. like, I think it's like three of them, at least so far, maybe more. So far. Yeah. Each. But it's um, weird with them. Cause nobody, when this filmed, nobody had seen the season yet. So I think which like is why Logan's getting so much ass, <laughs> dude, we will get into Logan. Um, okay. Hot commodity on the beach for what reason? Yeah. Um, but whatever. Uh, and like Johnny's there and, and the other guy, the Tarzan, Jacob, Tarzan. what yeah, yeah. Um, so but what I something I want to touch on about paradise is it's like of course an opportunity to see more of our favorites but also it's an opportunity to get to know people that either previously didn't maybe have a great edit or we just didn't see a lot of like Genevieve is like a main character in paradise and we saw oh, yeah. none of her on her season so yeah. all we saw with her was fighting with Shanae but right. Like we saw, we saw her, but she, we didn't get to see her actually in like a romantic connection. We only got to see her with like drama, right? which was like unfortunate. I mean, I honestly like Genevieve. I think she's kind of funny. <laughs> she's annoying. I like her we'll, too. Get, we'll get into like how she kind of is annoying the last few episodes, but like ultimately I'm a fan and I was a fan so before when she was being annoying uh, and like trying to get all of his oh friends God. to talk about him. I was like, that's so me. So me digging. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm a Genevieve fan. You know what? And like, it's, it's just like good to see some of these people. Alternatively, it's kind of bad to see some of the other people. Um, 
Shanae's actually not annoying me as much as I thought she would. She's not at all. She's like, fine. I just don't really under, I just don't think she should have been invited to come on the show. Like she was Based like, on gen- her behavior. Right. Like genuinely yeah. a bad person. It's not just like she was a villain and like, and she was rude to other, the other girls, which she was. She was also like genuinely like terrible. So I'm like, why did we extend the invite? Why did we it's send also interesting that to me out. which villains get a redemption arc and which ones don't? Because yeah. like Shanae, people are very much embracing, like, let's redeem her. And like it was kind of the same with Crystal from Ari season when she came on mm-hmm. Paradise. Like she loved Paradise Engaged. Like people loved her and like people wanted her, you know. And I think it's kind of the same thing with Shanae versus like last season, Victoria P came on the beach and everyone was like, No, <laughs> we still hate you. Right. Um, also Victoria F, when she arrives, everybody's like. Victoria is so awesome. And I was like, Victoria was one of the worst people I've ever watched on this franchise. I genuinely hate Victoria. (laughs) I think something with Victoria, she didn't necessarily get a villain edit on the show. It was just that she she just came out while it was airing. Yeah, but she also was terrible on the show. Like I'm not a Pilot Pete apologist, but like by any means, but like she would just like, she was, she was like, so she was him. so manipulative to him, honestly. And Which, I'm like, like, maybe he like a little and, bit deserves, but I digress. Well, also, it's like, I mean, listen, it's not her fault that it worked on him so well because he's an idiot. I'm not <laughs> making stupid, I'm not making stupid decisions on purpose, lest we forget. <laughs> but she was like super manipulative. Like I've never yeah. seen a woman on the show be like, so like crying to get her way. Like, I just can't stand Victoria F. And people like who didn't know about all of the allegations with the racist clothing brand were like, I like her. And I was like, Okay, regardless of that, because that was also really terrible. Yeah. Even regardless, she sucks. <laughs> it's like, I, I hate feel her. like she, I don't know who does her PR, if anyone, but she actually had a very unique strategy to coming back from scandal in the sense that she apologized for it on After the Final Rose. She like explained that what she did, like she knew was wrong, whatever. And then she never spoke about it again. Like, And on the one hand, you know, she could have gone the Rachel Kirkconnell route and chosen to use it for advocacy, which would have been better. But at the same time, at least she's not going so far in the other direction of like apologizing on after the final rose and changing nothing. I'm like, at least like I forgot about her, you know, like I feel like sometimes the villains like keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over. And it kind of negates the apology they gave versus her. I was like, okay, she apologized and it's done. Like, yeah, no, true. It was yeah. an interesting PR strategy that we don't see often from Bachelor contestants. They usually go one way or the other, but um, yeah. The most yes. devastating thing that I learned was that Victoria F and I have this exact same taste in men. So that's been rough for me. Um, Crystal. Just, Justin and Johnny. Oh. See ya. <laughs> like, Played in Chris Souls because she dated oh, him briefly. No, no, not anyone pre-Paradise. Pre-Paradise. Um, oh, obviously. I was going to say Pelican. She dated Peter Weber. Like, no, thank you. You would have quit that season. I would have, I would have self-eliminated in like two weeks. I think, um, yeah. I, w- I actually wouldn't have gone on if I had been selected. And then they were like the bachelor's pilot Pete. I'd be like, mm, I'll set that out. Um, so anyway, <laughs> yeah, let's get right on into it. Get right yeah. Into it. Um, yeah, we've already kind of, you know, hit on some of the people, but basically like big things that have happened in the last couple episodes were, um, Genevieve and Justin were kind of a couple, um, Victoria F comes into paradise and takes Justin on a date, which makes Genevieve very upset. Classic paradise fashion. Genevieve she talks to everybody else like about despondent. it. Despondent. Like she's like, 
so devastated and it was so funny and like she was live tweeting which is this is I think why I like Genevieve so much yeah because she was tweeting the episode and she was like I don't know why I was being so dramatic like she was like <laughs> she's yeah. like no you you guys are right I do look insane like because they've been talking yeah. for like fully two days and she was like why why would he do this but also like um, I, I think like so I think something that's interesting is like if we were a couple weeks in to paradise Justin goes on a date. He's been talking to Genevieve for weeks. And she was like, if he comes back and, and the date went well, I'm going to go home. Like I'm going to self-eliminate, whatever. That'd be one thing. I'm like, homegirl, you've been here for two days. Like, oh, and her literally. friends were like, her friends were like, no, like don't leave. Like, and yeah. they were like, also, they were like, also we're two days in, even if Justin had a good date with Victoria, like that's not to say he stopped liking you. It just means now he's in a little bit of a predicament. Like, right. Which is what happened. Yeah. Also like, I, I think that part that I get, but like, I still think it's like, she was being so dramatic, but like, is that it's the first week. So you want to get a rose. Cause you don't want to go home the first week. Cause then you feel like you haven't like met anyone. So that's the part I get where I'm like, she probably was more scared that she was not going to get a rose than actually yeah. feeling like Justin is my soulmate. How could he do this to me? Yeah, because clearly we see from the latest episode that that's not the case. Yeah, but like, I think it was more like, fuck, you know what I mean? It's like I formed this connection and now like, here's Victoria yeah. F. Um, which also Victoria F. Like, ob- as objectively, yeah, as I possibly can say it is like super hot. Like She's Victoria so hot. F. Is like, oh yeah. Victoria F is any man I know's dream girl. Like, yeah, she's so said, hot. And it's like, also, if, if I'm interested in a guy, Victoria F of all people comes down oh, to the dude. beach and is like him, I want him. I'm I toast. also would be like, great, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, I'd be like, fucking despondent. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I, um, I, I did say though, I watched that episode with Ryan where she comes down to the beach and he was like, why do they all like not like her? And I was like, she's so hot. And he was like, she's not any hotter than any of the other girls there. And I was like, wow, you're so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, King. I was like, um, okay, thank you. That makes me feel good. Um, yeah. So like they go on a date. It's like fine. Justin, I love Justin, and it's no secret, but like he's a little awkward, like in general, in his conversations yeah. both with Genevieve Genevieve and Victoria. I was like, this is a little awkward. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I feel like he's a really nice guy. I just was kind of like. I don't know that this, either of these are like love matches, you know? Yeah. Um, turns out neither of them thought that either, but, (laughs) but, uh, I love Justin. So I obviously want him to be happy, but I was like, guys, we cannot keep getting this devastated over men who like barely can talk to us. (laughs) I was like, yeah, well, I think it's also that opening rush of like, you got chosen to be in the opening cast of the show. Yeah. Like you want to be the oh, person yeah. that finds it. You want to be the like Abigail and Noah. Like you want to find somebody yeah. day one and like ride it out the entire time. So I think there's that pressure. And like, as we ultimately see with Genevieve and stuff, like, I think once they get over that and they're like, oh, like here's other people, then it's right. kind of, it, it kind of goes away. So they were totally. So yeah, let's wrap up the Justin, Genevieve, Victoria F conversation. Yeah. So they, so yeah, Justin goes on his date with Victoria comes back is like, I still really like you. Like, I don't know. They don't really get to talk about it that much. I don't really understand the timeline. None of the timeline makes sense on this fucking show. No, but basically none. he's like, it went well. I like her, but I also like you and like, da da da. 
And then he says that to Victoria and then to Genevieve, he gets her like a birthday cake. It's really nice. Um, That's nicer than like men I've dated. Um, So I was like, wow. Okay, King, like stepping the fuck up. So then, yeah, she's still inconsolable. And And she's like, this man likes me. And I can't be right. I don't know. And she's so me for that. She's like, he likes me that I'm going to have a panic attack. So whatever gets her the cake all is well. And then he ends up, okay. Do we want to get into the Johnny and Victoria of it all? Yeah. I feel like it just like leads plot up. I feel like it leads all into each other. Yeah. So then Johnny, who originally upon meeting Victoria did not know her name and called her something completely different king well he he um, like flubbed he called her like something else and he was like it's just a hot name and she's like so victoria is not a hot name and he's like no victoria is also hot and i'm like smooth smooth recovery like, my guy so stupid <laughs> but yeah he like has no fucking idea who this girl like she walks out of the beach yeah. people like oh my god victoria f is here and he's like who like he's like what the fuck has never watched the show before <laughs> rolled in from florida such a fuck boy love him so he's been talking to hunter from clayton season like the whole time they're cute together i like hunter it's fine. I love Johnny. Yeah. Whatever. Victoria sees that Justin may still be interested in Genevieve. And so she's like, I got to open up my fucking options here. And she's like, I think Johnny's hot. And so she's like, Johnny, can we go talk? And they're like, Johnny's like, yeah, I guess. And they're like walking. <laughs> He's so weird. And they're what they go and they talk and Hunter's like, uh Oh, because she's only been talking to Johnny the whole time. And then bada bing, bada boom, Johnny and Victoria are making out. Hunter's like, fuck, because this is the night of the rose ceremony. Um, and in the end, Justin gives his rose to Genevieve and Johnny gives his rose to Victoria. So Hunter goes home. That's that storyline. Yeah. We went very out of order, but I felt like it all led into each other. It, so we just yeah, had to like- how you have to recap Paradise, you gotta, like You gotta get all the, all the eggs, you know, all your ducks in a row. So that's what happens. That's that storyline. Fiend. Fiend. Um, so now let's talk about um, Michael A., so Michael A comes down to the beach and Jesse right out of the gate is like, so you've been working out since Katie's season because as every woman on the beach wants to tell us, like Michael A has glowed the fuck up since he was on Katie's season. Like he's a zaddy according to Sierra which, and others, Sierra at all, which like, like in sentiment is true. I just hate that expression. I'm, like, Oh, me no. too. I was like, Ugh. I'd be less uncomfortable if she just said he's a daddy, like just say he's a daddy. If that's the way you feel. Um, he is like jacked. I, I think he got like veneers, like his teeth are perfect. Like he's just like, uh, he's gorgeous. And he so sexy as hell. Yeah. And sexy I mean, like, we've always thought Michael A was cute, but it's like, it's, it's clear that he has gone and put a lot of effort into his appearance since we last saw him in a good way. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the girls right out of the gate are like, I'm into Michael A whatever, whatever, whatever. He initially hits it off with Sierra pretty fast. I also do just want to talk about that Michael in his like opening interview is talking about how he really debated coming back on the show. He talked to his six-year-old son about it. And allegedly his six-year-old son was like, dad, I miss her too, but you got to get out there. And I was like, he did not fucking say that, Michael. He did not fucking say that. You're fucking lying. He's six. You were like, I'm going to go back on TV. And he was like, okay, I'm going to play with my dinosaurs. Like that's what he doesn't care. Like he doesn't fucking care. It was cute. It was cute that Michael wanted us to believe that, but I was like, he didn't fucking say that. You liar. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so it was he, funny. I also think it's like, it must be nice for Michael to come on this show versus The Bachelorette because The Bachelorette was like a big reveal that he was a father. He yeah. lost his wife. 
And he, he had to be nervous about like, is this person going to accept that about me versus in paradise, all, all these women already know that about him. Right. So if they're expressing interest in him, it is something that they have already accepted. Yep. Like women like Shanae are not going after Michael A and that's nothing against Shanae, but like, that's, that's very clearly not the the type yeah. of relationship that Shanae is looking for. And so she's not going to pursue someone like Michael A. Right. Um, so I think that must be a nice like weight off of his shoulders that now he doesn't have to explain that to people. Like they just know, you know? Yeah. Also, I think like the filming timeline is so much better. Like yeah. it's just shorter and like it's in the sub. I don't know. It just makes more sense. I feel so. What I love about Michael A too, is we see, and we see it over the course of the episodes when he does mention his wife, Laura, who passed. I love that he speaks of her in such a high regard. And as he he says in every interview, he's like, I'll always love Laura. Like she'll always be my wife. She'll always be whatever. Mm -hmm. But without it seeming like he can't move on, like he seems very ready to move on, but also like he will always love her and respect her and cherish her and that. And I feel like that's kind of the best you can hope for in that Mm -hmm. kind of situation. And I feel like it really shows how mature he is in terms of like, like if I were someone who was about to enter into a relationship with someone in Michael A's situation, mm-hmm. I think it would almost make me feel better to know how much he values his first wife and cherishes her and keeps her memory alive and all those types of things. Because that just kind of shows like how, how highly he holds people, you know? And yeah. like, I think it's like such an endearing quality about him. And I think I Katie actually handled it very well on her season. She was like, that endears me to him. Like, right. It, like, yeah. It doesn't make me feel jealous of her, of their relationship. It like warms me up to him a little bit because that's such a sweet yeah. way to remember somebody. Um, no, he's really good about talk how the way he talks about her and he and Sierra had yeah. like a very deep and meaningful conversation. Also one of the funniest things I've ever seen on this show. Again, I was watching with Ryan and there, it wasn't funny. The conversation's not funny. That's not what I mean. It was like very yeah. sweet, heartfelt conversation. They're talking about like, how hard it is Sierra's like kind of getting emotional like tearing up they're talking about Laura like how hard dating can be and how hard it was to lose her and just like she's just like I can't even imagine they're having this such a heart-wrenching conversation and then they start making out and (laughs) and Ryan was like this show is so funny like he was like (laughs) what what is even going on a little bit and I was like, I get that that's not probably what happened. Like, actually, what probably happened is they talked about other stuff. That part got cut. So what it looked like was, yeah, you're, you're such a good listener. Thanks for letting me talk about my dead wife. Like, that's what it looked like. And it, it also, I was like, I don't care. I want Michael to get back out there. Like, this is what I want for him. So I'm not judging him at all. For yeah, 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 yeah. It was just the timing of it was so so funny to me. And I was like, maybe this oh is God. like <laughs> fucked up of me to say, but I feel like other people will agree with me. I think there's something about emotionally connecting with someone at that level, even if it is traumatic yeah. experiences. Like there's a reason why a lot of people have sex after funerals. And like, I'm not making that up. Like that is a yeah. statistic like thing. And it's because when you're feeling that level of emotion, whether it be grief or something positive or whatever, and you are experiencing it next to someone with them, yeah, it like bonds you. And so it's like, even if they were just talking about his dead wife and then they started making out, even though it's funny as an outsider, cause it is funny. Yeah, it's also yeah. like, I feel like in the moment, like those things do tend to happen really naturally yeah. because it's like your impulse as like uh, people who are attracted to other people is like, oh my God, we're emotionally connecting at this really high level. Okay. I want to kiss you, you yeah, know? And it like, totally. 
And it like looks it funny like, to us as viewers, but yeah. it's like a very natural thing that happens. It does totally track, but it was just yeah. like the way, it, I don't know, seeing it on camera was just like, it like killed me. Oh, it was, like, it was like, oh, what the fuck are they doing? Oh my God. I was like, this is so funny. Yeah. Um, but I genuinely really like Sierra and Michael together. And I think Sierra is just like, I, I've always liked Sierra. I think she's such a good person. We yeah. learned the season. She only has nine fingers. Wow. wow. Um, <laughs> she's amazing. I love her. Um, the best part about her saying she only has nine fingers is that she shows that she's like, yeah, like a, a playground, something fell on it when I was a kid and I lost half my finger or whatever. And they were like, oh my God, that's crazy. And she goes, yeah, I get 10% off when I go to my nail salon. Queen. She's such a fucking queen for that. I fucking love her. Full price. They're not yeah, doing she's like, nail. bitch, no. Like, that's my pinky. That's not there. You do not need to charge me. No, I fucking love her. Um, and I love her and Michael. I really <laughs> do. Too. And I just love Michael's energy the whole time. Like, he just is such a good person and, like, is so nice not only because I, I know this, we know this about paradise and some of our favorite people are culprits. Paradise can be very bro -y. Yeah. <laughs> and Michael is friends with a lot of the guys, but he's also friends with a lot of the women. And I think that also speaks like such, which it's bare minimum. I'm not saying yeah. this to praise him because if a man can't respect women as friends, that is not a good person. <laughs> right. But it is really nice to see on this show that can tend to just be like men versus women or whatever. Yeah. That like, that like he's friends with everyone. And I actually feel the same with Casey who we don't see as much of and like, doesn't matter. But I like appreciate about both of them that they're like talking to the women as they're like friends and they're like giving advice and they're like, how are you feeling? Yeah. Da, 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 da. Like genuinely asking genuinely friends with these people, uh, kind of giving like grocery store Joe vibes. Like that's how he kind of was yeah. last season on paradise. And I think um, like, I know that a lot of people who are in relationships have different views on like partners, having friends of the opposite sex and this, that, and the other thing in heterosexual relationships. But yeah, I think what you're saying is so true. Like how my partner speaks to his female friends and the fact that he has female friends matters to me. And like, it yeah. matters to me that he can be respectful toward women that aren't his partner. It matters to me that like, uh, and, and well, what I think is so like, nuanced about it too, is like when we see Michael talk to these women, there's a differentiation between the way he talks to Sierra, who he's interested in and his female friends. And both are very respectful, but yeah. like, if I'm Sierra, I'm not looking at him talking to the other girls being like, why is he flirting with them? Because no. he's not, it's a very like earnest conversation. It's, it's just as like, I love him so much. Men need to, you need, I mean, it's so important to be with a man who is able to look at women, not only as like objects that they want to have sex with. Like that's right. the thing. And so like, and I think that's something that as women we're taught to be jealous of other women. And like, we mm -hmm. don't, we're like taught like, oh, it's weird that he has like female friends. And I'm not talking about like men who's like have their best female friend, best girlfriend who's like always around and like weird and whatever. I'm talking about like yeah. just the level of respect that like my boyfriend is friends with women because he doesn't only look at, his, at women as objects for him to have sex with like right. he looks at women yeah. as people that he wants to fucking talk to and be friends with again so bare minimum shouldn't have to fucking say it out loud but <laughs> we don't see a lot no, of that's it. true so I love that about Michael A and I like I don't know it just makes me like him like even more than oh, I already do um, which is so Michael much a, if you left paradise single as two women in relationships we'd still like to know <laughs> like yeah we, we'd, we'd like to know um let me know let me know. Just, yeah. I'm just inquiring. Um, but... Asking for a friend, Kayla. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she's asking for a friend, me. 
Um, <laughs> uh, it depends what you're into, but like we might, we have something for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Michael A is awesome. He's great. And um, I guess now let's talk about the Romeo Jill <laughs> Okay. Yeah, let's talk about it. Which literally, like, if there were ever a plot line about secondary characters, it's this one. It's this one. Like, it's giving um, who were the people last season that left together? I think they might actually still be together. Um Chris and Chris like, and Alana. Elena. Alana. 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 Yeah. I think she went by Alana. Alana. Ew. Okay. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. So mean. But it's giving that. Like they're all yeah. just complete secondary characters. We don't remember any of them. But I guess Okay, I remember Jill because Jill loves her cat and I relate very heavily to Jill. Um and I like Jill, actually. I am a Jill fan. I like Jill I think too. Jill, I think she's fun. I think Jill's set up to get a really good edit on Paradise, but yeah. it's still not the only person less relevant is what hey oh well kira and also like Haley, i think the blonde girl from yeah, yeah, yeah. who went home night one who i like i like her too but we have to get into her and logan we'll do it after uh, oh my god yeah. okay um anyway so basically the jill romeo of it all jill romeo and kira so jill and romeo were friends after their seasons aired they were getting to know each other according to jill they were not romantically connected they were just they like, also- talking are from the same town. Like that's how they knew yes. like they were like yes. they like went to the same school or whatever. So like they knew each other. So it was like right. they were friends. Yeah. And they were talking but not really romantically getting but but like lean like the conversations were apparently flirtate. Like it was it was like they were talking. Like they were maybe right. going to start something. Romeo goes out one night to a bar, club, whatever, makes out with Kira. He is honest with Jill about it. He tells Jill about it. And Jill is like, okay, well now my wall is up. I'm not interested because Jill is like, I thought that we were pursuing something and like you kissed Kira. So now, and kill right. Kira and Jill at the time were good friends. They were on the same season. They knew each other. Good friends. Yeah. So Jill backs off. She's like, I'm not interested anymore. Now they all come to paradise and Jill and Romeo haven't really been in communication for a while. And Jill is like, I would be interested in talking to Romeo, but not if he's still into Kira at all. Understandable. Their first interaction is Jill and Romeo sitting on like those like chaise lounges thing and they're having drinks and they're talking and Romeo's kind of like making it clear that he's interested in pursuing her. And Kira comes like strutting up the beach, sits right down. And, and he's like, Oh, do you have a drink? Like kind of getting her to walk away almost to like go to the bar and get a drink. And she picks up Jill's drink and goes, can I just have this one? And Jill just like gets up and walks away because she's like, there's two drinks here and two people sitting here talking. That's obviously my drink. Like, right. Whatever. So she gets up and leaves. And what ultimately ends up happening is that Romeo tells Jill he's interested in pursuing her later on. They make out. She's like, I'm not doing this again. Like, are you into Kira at all? And he's like, no, I don't have a connection with Kira. I regret kissing her like a couple months ago when you and me were talking. Like, I'm not, I'm not into it. And Jill is like, okay, cool. So then Kira again, like interrupts their moment and like comes up and tries to talk to him. And he could he have been kinder about it? Probably. But also I appreciate him being direct. I also like, like I'm not going to lie. Kira's a little bit weird. I don't know yeah. that any amount of nuance. Down her yeah. Face. I don't know that any amount of nuance would have done the trick. Like this is where I'm going to be a Romeo apologist. I'm like, you might have to be direct with this girl because right. we see it later with Jacob. Like, I don't really know if hinting works. If she would have gotten the message. Yeah. Right. Because so it's kind of like, more sure. or less, it's also not actually, 
Sorry. It's also night literal one. So it's like, it shouldn't be that upsetting for him to be like, hey, sorry, we made out once outside of the show. I want to pursue Jill. Goodbye. And then she can be like, oh, there's so many other hot men on the beach. <laughs> like, Right. And she was kind of, when he first said it, like, I'm, you know, interested in pursuing Jill. She kind of wasn't getting it at first. And then he was like, I would appreciate it if you allow me to pursue Jill in peace was the direct quote. And I was like, damn, that's so funny. <laughs> Oh my God. I would appreciate it if you would allow me to pursue Jill in peace. Like she's a fucking um. mouse that lives in your house. <laughs> like she's like a fucking like rodent. And you're like, I would appreciate some yeah, fucking peace. If you loved. Peace and so, fucking quiet. That's yeah. kind of them. That's so funny though. And so, yeah, so that happens. And then, so after this, Jill and Romeo are like, you know, hitting it off, having yeah. that, having their time. So Romeo goes to Brittany who I fucking love. I'm a Britney fan first and a human being second. She, he goes to Britney and he's like, hey, like, can we, like, he's like interested in her, basically. He's like making the moves yeah. on her. And she the whole time has the best resting faces I've ever seen. She's like, I do not want to fucking talk to you. Like, what the fuck? And he takes that as a sign that he should try to kiss her. <laughs> and she's basically like, Jill's my friend. Like, are you not with Jill? I thought, yeah, what are you doing? Like what's going on? And she's like, no, like I'm shutting this down. No, I'm not interested. Why are you doing this to Jill? Obviously Jill finds this out and is like, what the literal actual fuck is going on? Because she's like, you said you wanted to pursue me. You broke up with Kira to pursue me. Like, what are you actually doing? And then Romeo (laughs) just cries for like hours (laughs) he's like crying and all the women are like are you okay like you fucked up brother like what the hell (laughs) um and so and because jill's like i'm done like she's like i'm not doing this anymore like fuck you and the and the ship you sailed in on like i don't like you goodbye tuckers for jill and then he tries again with kira (laughs) because he's like desperate he's like maybe i should try with kira goes and talks to Kira she's like what is going on like it was it was truly nuts and it was an example of a man who just cannot take accountability for his actions yeah because then he's crying and everyone's like and all the women are like I don't know who would accept Romeo's rose at this point because he fucked himself to Mars with all his with his own decisions no one made him like nobody made him do that because then at Casey's trying to talk to Jill and be like, what's going on? Like, how are you feeling? And then Romeo comes up again and is like, Jill, can we talk? And Jill's like, literally, what could you possibly want? <laughs> like, like, oh my God, I'm so tired. Um, and then ultimately, Romeo ends up giving his rose to Jill and Jill accepts it, which I'm glad she does because, and she accepts it so that she can stay on that fucking beach. And right. I'm like, good. Good. Cause I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm watching this. I'm like, accept it. And he says that in his speech story, he's like, or so you can stay here and pursue other options. But like basically acknowledging that she shouldn't go home just cause he's a fucking fool. Yeah. Um, and so she does accept it. And so she gets to stay on the beach and I'm like, fucking good. And now goodbye, Romeo. See you never. You're dead to me. <laughs> oh my God. So, okay. So who are the women that go home at that rose ceremony? Um, Hunter. Hunter goes home. Kira goes home. Oh, wait, before we'll just talk very briefly. Kira's really into the Tarzan guy. And so she pulls out all the stops and 
wears like he wore like a leaf loincloth she wears like a like a leaf over her boobs and her vajayjay and then she like her vagine um (laughs) and she goes and is like making the moves on him and he like kind of likes it in the moment but then he does not give the rose to her he gives it to lace um who lied about it being her birthday so (laughs) oh wait we gotta (laughs) talk about lace let's talk about lace so lace if you guys don't remember lace that tracks um yeah fair enough (laughs) was you know how the seasons sometimes they'll have a person who you think is going to be the villain but then they go home pretty early and then there's like the real villain yeah so on ben higgins season she was the person we thought was going to be the villain but she went home really early and then the real quote villain who i actually love ended up being olivia caridi so yes Lace Morris uh, went home really early on Ben Higgins season for basically coming on way too strong, which tracks. And then she went to paradise like season two, like a really early season of paradise. And she actually left engaged to a guy named Grant. Um, And she has not been back on the show since to my knowledge. I don't think she went on like winter games or anything. So she hasn't been back on in forever. Now this is where bachelor world gets kind of weird because Ben Higgins season was like six years ago. It feels like a long time ago there's not really people from that season that still come on paradise or anything because a lot of them are married or, or just are so dissociated from the franchise at this point that they wouldn't come back. So when I heard lace was going to be on the season, I was like, Oh, isn't she kind of old to do paradise? But then I realized she's actually the same age as all of them. She just went on the bachelor really young. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, like, Maybe I shouldn't write her off. Maybe I shouldn't be ageist and like write her off as being old when she's literally 32. Like she's the same age as all of them, but like people were tweeting and like saying like, why is everyone calling Lace washed up? Like Michael and Casey are 38. And I was like, I honestly think it's less about her age and more just about the fact that like (laughs) nobody knows who she is. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, it's not that she's washed up in terms of age. Like I, she's young like she's not like she can date whoever and I think it's fine for her to come on the show but she has this like weird entitlement about coming on the show that that's what bothered me she was like it was so much better when I was on it before and I was like like eight years ago like sorry she's the girl that goes back to her high school and like visits the teachers like yeah it's weird oh it was so much better when I was here like it was just like a weird thing and then she wasn't getting enough attention because everyone was like it's not again it's literally not because she's old she's like young and hot it's because nobody knew who she was and they didn't know how to approach her <laughs> it's like they're well, men. She, nobody because there's like people that like a lot of those guys didn't know who victoria f was but i feel like right. victoria f was like making an attempt to be right. approachable and like you can come That's up and talk to stuff versus like lace was just sitting there pissed the waiting for time. people to treat her like royalty and it's like right. and if you're coming on from an older season like you can't just expect that everybody knows who you are. Like you have to right. put in effort. Cause like there's we're like about a to see... level of understanding. Cause like we've heard rumors that Danielle Maltby is about to be on. Danielle Maltby is from Nick Vile season. She's from a season that's only a year newer than Laces, but like right. Danielle Maltby, I'm sure will have plenty of people interested in her because she's so nice. She's so approachable. Like, I don't it's know. like no matter what season you're from, if you're not nice and approachable, you should go home. Like, why are you yeah. here? And so she like ends up, she does pull Logan, hot commodity Logan, God knows why. And he calls her loose and she like freaks out. And she's like, oh my God, this is so rude. Like, why did you not know my name? And da da da. And it's like, why would he know your name? I'm sorry. But like the way that I interpreted that conversation is he thought, or she thought he was calling her loose as in like loose, like she's loose. 
But oh, really? I think he just like the way she was talking about it. I was like, does he, she think that he's saying she's loose? Oh, but I then like, but like, I think he just thought her name was Lucy and she goes by loose. No, that's because what I thought. Too. Like, well, that's definitely yeah. what happened. He definitely just thought that was her name. I thought she but was she just was mad acting that, offended. Like it, I thought she was mad. He didn't mean. know. I thought she was mad. He didn't know her name. And I was like, I mean, like, kind of why would he not to be rude, not but to like, be, like so rude, but like, but why? like, I don't really know why he would know your name. Like you're yeah. not like, uh, and like, I feel that way with anyone, especially with the men versus the women. Like a lot of the men have never watched the show before. <laughs> like yeah. Johnny didn't know Victoria F's, right. Johnny didn't know Victoria F's name either. Like it kind of makes sense that people like wouldn't know each other's names unless you're like yeah. super into like, I, there's like, there's two different types of men. I feel it's like the Andrews, the Justins, the people that come on and they're like, I'm looking forward to meeting so-and-so. And then there's Johnny and Logan who were first of all, just on the show, like two weeks ago. And second of all, yeah, I've never seen it. And they don't know who they're looking for. Like, cause they right. don't fucking know where they are barely. So <laughs> it's like, I just, it was like weird. And then she lied about it being her birthday. Cause she wanted attention. to get attention. Yeah. And I was like, that's so iconic. Like, it was, it was just so like funny. So funny. <laughs> oh, it was hilarious. I mean, great if it was bit. someone that I liked more. I would be like, that's oh, iconic. Like, yeah, no, it would like be iconic if someone else did it. It was just like, like if Genevieve lied, lied about it being oh, her birthday, I'd be like hilarious. <laughs> I would be like, Oh, she's so funny. Um, no, like I just, I just was like, okay. Um, it was yeah. just like weird. She's just kind of like, I just feel like she just has a bad attitude, but she's not willing to do anything to like, like even yeah. Shanae, she was like crying in bed. And even Shanae was like, I don't want you to be upset. Like, let's go. Like we're on a beach. Let's go have fun. And she was like, just crying. And she's like, no, I'm not getting attention. And it's like, I feel like it's also just like that kind of age old thing, but it's like the most attractive people are people that don't need to try to like be meeting people. Like notice the people that are like, getting a pro like uh, to me, like the vibe of paradise for me is like, I'm showing up. I'm having drinks with my friends. I'm having a fucking good time. And if I go home day two, because no one liked me, that's fine. But I feel like people are universally more attractive when they're just enjoying themselves and having a good time. And that, those are the types of people that you want to approach and be like, yeah, Oh, she looks like what, fun. I'm going to go talk to her. That's you know? what like, makes you like magnetic. I think to a lot of right. people, it's like, I'm just having fun with my friends. And like, if I'm interested in you, I'll come talk to you. But like, I don't right. feel that I'm owed attention. Like, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's and just, also it's like hard. It's hard too, because it's like, and like, this is going to sound bad, but like, whatever. When you're out at a bar, Oh my God. I just realized my bra is like slipping down my titty. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> Adam, leave it in. Um, leave that so in. I, we want the world to know. So, so <laughs> I, when you're at a bar with friends, you've got hot friends. Everyone's got hot friends. But that being said, there are some people at the bar that aren't that hot. So if you're hot and you're at the bar and you're having fun with your friends, chances are you're going to get attention. You're one of the hot girls at the bar. It's science. But when you're on the beach in Bachelor in Paradise and every girl is as hot as you are, if not hotter, I do kind of understand the insecurity of like, well, they might not approach me because I'm yeah. sitting here and I'm hot, but so is everybody else. So who's well, to say what they're more interested in? <laughs> Lace was giving like, you know, when you, you, have you ever had those friends who like you go to the bar and they're hot and you're hot and you get hit on and they don't get hit on and then they're mad at you for getting hit on? I'm, I'm that friend. Yeah. <laughs> I, she was giving that, like, it's like, cause when I go to the bar with my hot friends and my hot friend gets a drink bought for her, I'm like, 
best day of my fucking life. Yes, queen. Like you slay. But like I've had Gabby and I'm Rachel. I've had friends, (laughs) but like I get being like maybe like, oh, am I not hot enough? But but like it's give it's like I've had friends who get mad at you or like it's it's not even that they're mad at you, they'll start saying passive aggressive things about how like like they'll like say something mean about your outfit or say something mean about how you look and you're like okay like sorry that I got hit on and you didn't like it's like literally it's it's like not my fault that I got hit on and you didn't like I don't know what to say but they just get mad they're like defensive about it whatever um or they start being like I just look so bad tonight and it's like you I'm sorry you didn't get hit on like what do you want yeah it's fine it's honestly a blessing getting hit on by men is exhausting so (laughs) like it, that's what she was giving it was yeah because like, you know like those guys that buy you a drink at the bar that don't want to have a full fucking and then you have to talk to them it's yeah, annoying. yeah i'm like i make enough money i don't need that so yeah. i i mean i'll always take a free drink i just don't like the stipulation that comes with it yeah all of that being said lace was just giving that of like it's yeah. not other people's fault that like you're not being approached yeah. It's like, maybe you have like a little bit of RBF or like maybe men are just stupid. And like, maybe you have to put in a little bit of effort. Like, I don't know, right. but like, oh, it was just frustrating. And on top of that, her attitude about like, things were so much better when I was here last time. And I was like, yeah. okay, well, actually I'm having a good time. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> like, we I'm weren't watching. here last time. So, right. Yeah. So anyway, the lace of it all, but Jacob ends up giving his rose to lace. Therefore Kira goes home. Yeah. Um, um, which was a relief. I was like, I don't think I can watch more of Kira. I, I was exhausted by her and it was only like three episodes. <laughs> um, and then Anyone else major, like there's then, always the boring ones. It's like Teddy yeah. and Andrew went on a date. They like each other. They yeah. stay liking each other. Well, we'll get into Teddy too. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah so Haley is the one I wanted to kind of just really briefly talk about because she was like I have such a good connection with Logan it's like so sad to right. see Shanae and Logan together they cut to a conversation of her I don't know if her name's Haley but she looks like a Haley so sorry but but she's talking to Logan and um they he that man does not like her and it made me sad I was because she's like I just really like him and like we have such a good connection and then it's a conversation of them and I was like Oh, baby. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. and I was like, if you had, maybe if you had like applied yourself a bit more, like other people really would have liked you. She seems really nice. She was really bubbly. But I was yeah. like, that man is not interested in what you're saying. And it's not your fault. Like, he's not an interesting person. He's not worth it. <sighs> it was upsetting. Logan and Shanae went on a date. It went well. Um, we can talk about Brandon and Serene. <sighs> Boring. Yeah, Brandon boring. is like a hot commodity and I for no reason for no reason. Cause like he's talking to Serene at one point and he goes, you're so pretty. <laughs> Sorry. And I was like, Ugh. like no, he like worst, interrupts her to say that thing he says is in their first conversation. He looks at her and he goes, you gotta have like, want to kiss me eyes. Now don't get me wrong. Ick, 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 ick. There is a look that I feel like people get when they yeah. want to kiss someone. And like everybody gets it. Like everybody has their, yeah, I, it makes me reflect back to that episode of Friends where Joey is asking Rachel to explain her moves to him. Like everybody yeah. has those like things that they do everybody when you has want it. someone to kiss you. That being said, if I were ever flirting with a man and he was like, you have, like want to kiss me eyes, uh, immediate no. Absolutely yeah it's like no. don't say it like if I have the eyes then just kiss me like right I, I feel yeah. like he's built this reputation as someone who's really like charming and good at flirting and everything he says turns me off so much yeah. I'm like how 
do people yeah. think that this is endearing? Like, I think it's yucky. Yeah, I don't I know. Mean, I don't... Also, like, if I'm talking to a guy and he just interrupts me and be like, you're so pretty, I'm like, then you're not actually no, interested like, in me. Because, no, like, why like, can't you you're just... You're so pretty. No, it's like, yeah, and it's like, also, like, I want, obviously, I want you to think I'm pretty. If you don't think I'm pretty, then I'm going to be insecure forever. But I want you to also care about the things I have to say. Like, and if you're going to interrupt the things I'm saying to tell me I'm pretty, then, like, that makes me feel like you don't actually care about what I'm talking about at all. And Serene is and so fucking that. cool too. And I'm like, she's so cool. She's, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. She's a smoke show, but she's yeah. also like awesome. And like has a great personality. I want and Serene just, like, and like Justin or like yeah. Serene, like someone who's like at her level Intellectual, of cool. Cause like Justin is yeah. like smart. Like I feel that Justin yeah. is like smart and talented and like so also so interesting. Right. Brandon to me is just, I'm like, or Serena and Michael A. Honestly, oh, like I, that would be the, perfect if Serena and Michael A. got together. That would be too. I powerful, would take back. Actually, I would take back like ten percent of the shitty things I've said about this franchise. <laughs> yeah, like, honest to God, no, they would have been perfect. I just don't. Yeah. I ugh, so that's boring and ucky. And then Andrew and Teddy had a good connection that they showed the first episode and then never again. And then yeah. on this latest episode from Tuesday, Ashley, I, and Jared come to the beach. Okay. And they're like giving advice. They're talking to Teddy. Teddy's like, I just feel like Andrew likes me more than I like him. It's obviously really hard for her. She ends up leaving and not telling anyone that she is doing so. And they can't find her except Wells. Um, and so they're like, can you guys tell that I didn't watch the second half of the most recent episode? Cause I'm like, yeah, they get together. They're together. They're boring. They stay boring. And Emily's like, no, she literally leaves. No, I'm she like, like literally leaves. <laughs> she like self eliminates. And Andrew's really sad, but also sad is that Rodney just arrived at the beach and talked to Teddy and also really liked Teddy and his first impression of the beach is oh I like Teddy maybe I'll ask her on this date where's Teddy she fucking left brother (laughs) so like I just don't understand like there's so many other guys like and I get Teddy's like a very soft soul like I feel like she she would feel upset about having to like hurt Andrew's feelings and then also be flirting yes. with other guys at the beach. Like I could see why that would upset her. Yes. But also I'm like, you were like, not for nothing, but there is a hierarchy in bachelor nation. Like if you're a first impression Rose person, like you are going to be a commodity at the beach. Like, because right. it's like, it's just like a natural instinct that I think we as humans have that if we know that other people find someone desirable, that makes them yes. desirable to us. Yes. And so like, first impression rose people it's like okay like this was matt james first impression rose girl you know yeah. like that's and like she's a like thing like so sweet and like wait, you said was she matt me- james or was she clayton clayton, no, she, was clayton. she was clayton yeah she was clayton. clayton who was matt james first impression rose abigail and look what another soft soul and soft look what soul. happened to both of them right it's like, like they go yeah. on and everybody's like wow what a sweetheart yeah and and andrew and her I think also the upsetting thing for her was like, in theory, she and Andrew had a really good connection. Like she was excited to meet Andrew. She was like, I really think I'm going to like him. And then they did meet and it just wasn't like what she wanted. And she was just really emotional and she ended up leaving. And like, I don't really blame her for leaving. I think that like, as a soft soul on this franchise, it's easy to get like manipulated or attempt people attempt to manipulate you by like the producers and stuff. So like, I get it. I just feel for her because I really do like her and I really like Andrew and I really like Rodney. So I was like, wow, what a bummer for everyone. Um, Yeah. 
But yeah, so she she did end up leaving. And then the other thing that happens, and this is the best part, and we'll finish with it, is Aaron and James are back on the motherfucking beach. Honestly, <laughs> thank God. I need and, like, them here. Immediately pulling out the jokes. Like immediately just in their first ITM, it's the two of them. And the way that they talk is eh, so funny. I love them so much. I love them so much. And so then Aaron... <laughs> Aaron and they get a double date card obviously obviously yeah. they ask Genevieve and Shanae so we love drama in this house and Genevieve mm. after crying about Justin going on a date for 48 hours is like yeah <laughs> she goes <laughs> that bitch um but it's honestly super funny because also Genevieve and I don't blame her for this she's like I never thought Aaron was actually into me like she was like he and I have talked like twice as friends and I think that we yeah. like get along but she's like, I never got the impression that he would ask me on the date. Like Justin was asking yeah. her about it when they arrived. And she was like, oh, he's not going to ask me. She was like, he's not into me. Like, we're just like, yeah. there was that rumor that went around and then we're friends. Like, she was like, he's not into me. So then when he he does end up asking her, but like, I actually like, I, I don't want to speak, you know, too much to it. Cause I honestly can't really imagine Aaron leaving the beach with anyone but James. But yeah. I actually love him and Genevieve together because- Aaron talks like a fucking idiot <laughs> and he says this on the episode he's like I get made fun of for like the way I talk and like I'm not really good at being serious and like she's really dry and kind of like like he calls her dude at one point and she's like okay dude like she like kind of gives it back to him <laughs> in a funny way like where she's like yeah. all right idiot like I'm a girl you're flirting with like obviously don't call me dude <laughs> and he I think likes it too and it's like endearing to him and so I really yeah. like them together I kind of am like I love again love Justin so sorry brother but like I like I like Aaron and Genevieve together more. I like I think. their dynamic, even just like when they yeah. were dealing with that rumor that was going around. Like I felt like the way they both addressed it was very funny. Yeah. And like, they're just they're funny just, people. Yeah. In okay, different dude. ways that complement each other. And I just like yeah. really liked it. And, and so, but then also they're on this double date and like Genevieve and Shanae are getting along and the whole date basically is Aaron, <laughs> is Aaron and James like dancing with their shirts off. <laughs> at like a pool party and like it's cutting between them dancing and Shanae and Genevieve talking about them dancing <laughs> and being like how are we feeling like the girls are like how do you feel and they're like honestly really good and Shanae really likes James too so Logan might be in, in trouble that hot commodity quote unquote yeah but honestly great date I'm just so happy they're back it feels like home again you know? I just, it's what it's bringing the fun. And also uh, I'm, I'm, I, you know, Shanae was really terrible on her season. Yeah. And I don't mean to like minimize the things that she said and did on her season because they were really bad, but we also know, and, and I'm not saying they edited words into her mouth. Like she said everything that yeah. came across on the screen, but I do think that and maybe this is me being immature or me being whatever. I do think that people are nuanced. I think that people like Shanae, like while she's a bitch and I don't yeah. use that word lightly. Like I, yeah, I know it's terrible. not a nice thing to call other girls a bitch. Like she was really fucking mean to people though. So I yeah, don't feel that terrible. bad saying it. Like, I do think that a lot of villains in the past, like Crystal and like other people like Shanae that we've seen come on the beach, they don't do well in the environment of the traditional bachelor because it's a bunch of women competing for one man versus yeah. like in a setting like the beach where there's a bunch of dudes and a bunch of girls and Shanae is not trying to get the attention of every single man at the beach. Like I think it allows them to be more 
I don't know. I think it brings out softer sides of them yeah. a little bit. Um, they don't have to. Crystal, not, I ended up like really yeah. liking when she was on Paradise. Right. They don't treat other women like a competition as much. There's a little right. bit of it, but Shanae, I mean, even says in the episode, she's like, I'm not, um, you know, she's like, I'm just focusing on myself and focusing on what I want. And like, yeah, that doesn't mean sabotaging what other women want just for the fucking fun of it. You know, <laughs> well, I also um, think like something that we've seen, like we, we comment on it with guys on the bachelorette is like, oh, they view it as a competition. They view it at like, they don't care about the girl. They care about the competition, but like there are women like that too. And I think Shanae was one of them. Like, I think Shanae would be the first person to say she didn't have a connection with Clayton. She just wanted to win. Yeah. You know, like hundred percent. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think now that she's exploring more legitimate connections with people, we're seeing better sides of her. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. I think like, it was honestly just fun to watch and I'm just happy that they're back and I love them. And I'm going to, I'm going to apologize for them forever. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a good date and it was, uh, it's been fun so far. I'm excited. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get on our, on our rose ceremony routine somehow. At some because point. I'm a little bit, I'm a little jostled schedule wise, but, um, it's good. It's a good cast so far. It's getting better. Rodney's there now. The boys are back. Like Ashley and Jared are there weirdly. Nobody knows why. And <laughs> they always are. It's like, it's like, I know why, but I'm also like, all right. Um, anyway, next. <laughs> like, and I they're like, that's the, coming from, I like they're the people that go back and visit their high school. Yes. But they're like the nice ones. So like, you can't really be mad about it, but yeah, you're yeah. also like, but like also why as, as an audience member, I'm like, why are you here? Um, yeah. So they're back, but yeah, it's fun. You know what? I'm having back, fun. Baby. We didn't even talk about the Sally story, but that was the weirdest thing I've ever seen on the franchise. <laughs> I, I don't really want to dignify it. The only thing I'm going to say is people were mad about it. They're like, why would they go through someone's suitcase? Why would they? Blah, blah, blah. Um, Hey, who cares? You know what? It's bachelor. <laughs> it's bachelor in paradise. Like all of this shit is made up, you know, I'm like that wasn't her fucking suitcase, obviously. Um, none of this is fucking real. <laughs> Wells just wants to do bits and we should just let him. Who cares? it's not that serious. That's what I'll say. It's not that fucking serious. It's not that serious. People on social media love getting mad about stuff like that. And I'm like, why are you mad? It's a TV show. Like, also, it doesn't matter. I was, that I just like, this is like something I don't, and this is like a bigger conversation for another day, but it's just something I don't really understand about Twitter culture, troll culture, all of it. It's like, if I'm watching a show and something happens that I don't agree with, or I don't like, I just keep I either change the channel or I let it go and keep watching. Like, I don't understand the incessant need yeah. to like comment on things or tweet things or whatever. It's like, if you don't like it, just change the channel or, or, or let it go and keep right. watching. Like, I don't understand. I, I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Especially with things that are so inconsequential. Like it's yeah. so inconsequential. And like, why are you, it's just kind of embarrassing, I think, to care so much. I also just think yeah. in, like, the culture we live in, like... Said us, are, we literally started a Bachelor recap podcast. Yeah, listen, I love complaining. We're like, it's but, embarrassing to care. <laughs> no, yeah, but I think, like, there's certain... I mean, yes. No, like, yes, yeah, I, I totally. get what you're saying. Yes. There's just certain things within the franchise that it's like, yes, this is worth caring about. Racism, sexism, sizeism. Those are, those yeah. are, yeah, you should care. And then there's things that, like, people I mean it's like guys we're too far into this show for you to be like how are the producers such bad people learn the lesson and move on and stop watching it if you don't want to deal with yeah. bad people like they're not good people we know this you yeah. know like 
they're not going to get better. It's been like this. I'm tired of the tweets that are like, why would the producers do this? And I'm like, yeah, they're it's not like, fucking good people. We know why they're is not. Water wet? Yeah. I'm like, we know they're not good people. Like read some of these books that are coming out from people whose NDAs are over. Like, I don't, I just, I don't know. I think it's annoying. I'm like, I get it. But also as viewers, the only people that I think are allowed to complain are people that actually go on the show. Like I'm like, as viewers, I'm like, you're taking in the content. So yeah, this is where their paycheck is coming from. Right. So anyway, um, but whatever. that's That's that. And we're back. Paradise is back. Thank God. Thank oh. God. This is the only one I care about. Literally. I've watched, I've told, I've told so many people that I'm like, you watch the other ones just so you know the characters. Just so we like one. know the characters. Yeah. Right. You just have to know who people are, but so fun. So happy. So fun. So flirty. So happy to connect so with you always. Love um, it. And we'll be and back. We'll be back next week. Sorry for taking last week off Thank and like God. literally not telling you guys, but we'll- yeah, I meant to, I meant to say something and then I didn't. Um, that's very me. That's very on brand. Okay. Anyway. Go me for that. Goodbye. Anyways, goodbye.